this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well, then cheers, Grace Halbig. Cheers, memory heart. Clink, clink. You guys, it's another episode of This Might Get Real, and this might get recorded in the morning. Yes. We're sipping coffee. We're cozy. I'm in an oversized cardigan. Oh, I'm in an oversized Teddy Fresh t-shirt that oh. um, I love their uh, Teddy Fresh stuff. It's so Wait, great. Is that H2? H3. Oh, H3. H3. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly where my Ethan brain's at. Ethan Klein and yeah, yeah, hold yeah. I, I just can never remember. I can never remember what the combination. is. I know, I know. The Teddy Fresh stuff, I love. I think it's so so fun. Um, this is me manifesting getting on their PR list and getting free shit oh, from them. Oh well, considering you are on the Drag Race PR list, yeah, I think you're doing good. I'm on nobody's. Um, I don't know. I'm on no PR lists. I really have to start going through and unsubscribing to emails. Yesterday yeah. I got one. How did I get on a random email that just says, never eat this kind of shrimp? And it was just a <laughs> shrimp warning. <laughs> like you what? Know, you might, that might come in handy at some point in your life and you'll be thankful. Uh, um, maybe. Yeah, it's a wild morning. I just got finished wrapping up watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which Girl. when you watch that first thing in the morning, that puts a certain energy into your day. <laughs> oh, my God. You just started your morning with pure drama before you go to your first day of radiation. Yeah, I think it's really this good to get my historic day. Fucking shake up my nervous system right before I have to go <laughs> sit completely still in a, a uh. very specific position. Oh my, wait, do they? Okay. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk yeah. offline about other stuff. But um, let's get so, into this. We got a lot to cover. We do because it was the third and final reunion episode of yes. Salt Lake, and it was it was a doozy. I don't feel like only a few things were revealed, but they yeah. were big things. They were big, heavy topics. I guess I felt like maybe it just fell at this point by the third episode long <laughs> like, yeah I, agree. I felt like there was a lot of screaming in the middle of it and Andy trying to referee and it not working and it just to me started to feel like oh could this have been two parts many yes yeah yes I know I feel like I feel like Bravo and Andy went well that was an iconic finale yeah so we're clearly gonna need three but I think they underestimated just how bad a person Monica is like they were gonna get no there was going to be I'm sure Andy thought three parts we're going to get some type of like yeah. come to Jesus moment right and apologize to these ladies but she just dug her claws in deeper in it's, saying she did nothing wrong yeah so here's the the blurriness to me mm -hmm. is that it's multifaceted like Monica can double down on the argument that ultimately they were trying to put a bad woman in jail or at least trying to right. get consequences for what are objectively bad actions. And so she kept trying to default to that. But I, there's two things that can be true at the same time. That can be part mm -hmm. of the reason this account gets started. And you can also be little petty trolls at the same time. Yes, it's not exclusive. And also, I haven't looked at it now. I was going to do that, but I forgot. Um, when they showed, like, screen grabs of it, it's like a 5,000 follower account. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, it's probably much bigger now. But They thought at, they were going to expose 
Jen to the FBI with their 5,000 person account. Well, I there's mean, there's probably they... an account called Jen Shaw's nipples that has more. <laughs> than that. You know what well, I mean? Like it, uh, now I don't know. I can't even find it. Reality Vaughn. Yeah, oh, it's probably it. gone private or who knows. But it didn't seem massive. So to me, there was a lot going on of like the, oh, now it's got 50,000 followers. But at the time that they're whenever editing and using screen grabs for the edit, mm. it had about 5,000 followers that I noticed unless I read that wrong. So, so that could have been a couple years ago. Yeah. It seems a mean shit. Some mean shit, but also everyone online, as we know firsthand, says mean shit. Yeah. Not everyone. A lot of people do. And so I do think that for the women, Monica represented the totality of trolls online. So I feel like they were triggered and taking everything out on this one person because she was directly in front of them. But also, like, she did some questionable things by bringing up that she flat out told casting in the beginning that she had this account, which I don't believe. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> um, Grace, in my grandma era, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I put features on my computer and I don't know how this happened, but for yeah. some reason for the last six months, I get push notifications mm-hmm. on my desktop from Us Weekly. Okay. I don't know how this happened. I would have never agreed to it. And I don't know how to undo it. Okay. Okay? Now, sometimes, and I'll I'll be working, I'll be into it, and I'll get a push notification. No kidding. I took a screen grab once that just said, Jenna Dewan sports new motorcycle jacket. And I'm like, this is a push notification? Someone who I I don't even consider like an A-list personality is wearing a jacket who that is i don't know who that is i was like is that a gymnast i don't know she used to be married to channing tatum she was in those like step it up movies got it anyway um right when i was going to hit zoom to record this i got a push notification from us weekly yeah that says real housewives of salt lake producers maintain they had no knowledge of mona garcia's connection to reality vontese obviously when she claimed that Andy was like, if you had a burner account, no one would have hired you. And actually, the producers are saying, had we known, we would have encouraged her much earlier on to have that come to Jesus moment with the ladies. Yeah. So they're saying, like, look, we didn't know. And if we did, we wouldn't have saved the drama for the last episode. Yeah. Essentially. She's also been let go from the next season. Well, it's so, well, that was another push notification yesterday. It said <laughs> it said yeah. Monica like will not be joining. And then when I watched the finale last night, I was like, oh, Andy hates her. Yeah, He's, she's not being invited back. It's not that she's not coming back because it's, you know, too much drama. He is not inviting her back. She's a one one and done girl. Yeah, because she really does. I mean, they. They did something novel by truly busting down the fourth wall and also bringing um, social media in as almost like a character that you can look at and watch and listen to the whole time. And And, infiltrate. Right. But with that, she'll say whatever she wants that also discredits like the integrity of their casting process and also puts people's like, you Mm. know, responsibilities and jobs at stake. Um, But the same is true. You can make the same argument for what Heather has done out of fear, so she says, of concealing the truth. She's put people's jobs at stake, yet she maintains her job status with Bravo. So that's the discourse I see happening online. 
Well, now we are switching to the fact that we it is now out in the open. Yeah. That, that uncomically bad black eye. <laughs> like that's that what I had. if I was ever on like face off or one of those shows and they were like, make yeah. a black eye, it would look like that. Like I would just smear purple eyeshadow all over and make it the puffiest thing possible. That was hard to look at. I've never seen a black eye like that. I, I mean, like it makes me question like. Did she use her hand or did right. she hit her with an object? Right. It doesn't even, it didn't even make sense. But so she finally admitted that that was by Jen. And then we learned that neither of them remembered exactly how it happened. It's just they remembered that Jen was the person who gave it to her. Like, could you, could you imagine the anxiety of waking up? I mean, both Heather, you wake up with a black eye and like realize yeah. one of the people closest to you hurt you. Yeah. And then also Jen Shaw, who is, I don't think it's a secret here, a terrible person. Yeah. But even still, the idea of waking up and going, did I give my friend a black eye last night? And uh, we're on a girl's trip with everyone. With cameras. Like, it and makes every hangover I've had feel like I am Gandhi. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're still drunk. That morning, I know. You know, oh, they were like, like, oh, girl, let's hide it. <laughs> Spiders. Yeah, spider eggs. Let's uh, get Bloody Mary. Yeah. Like, I've been in that position where you're like, thank God I'm still drunk because this hangover is going to be hard to deal with. Yeah. And the fact that they both knew that she gave it to her, but didn't know how. Didn't know the details. Is. I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, look, I think when they were saying we. Uh, I gave that to you. I think it's, I mean, Grace, you and I have had a, you and I have been drunk enough to where we've gotten an argument and the next day it's like, but I could not, I could not quote it. Right. You know what I mean? I got the vibes of what was happening. I know I'm mad. I I don't know. I can't pull quotes to say just the highlights of our fight. I deserve to be (laughs) mad, I think. Yeah. But I'm not sure why. So, yeah. So, it was clearly like Jen was being ganging up on Heather as per usual and knows that happened. But, like, the details of what sent her over the edge are blurry. And so I get why Heather's reaction to Monica is obviously triggering because it's another person not being who they say they are and her feeling like she's working overtime to try to be a good friend to them. However, new details came out the, uh, mm. that I didn't realize how many different ways Heather lied about the black guy. Spun the story. So I had heard, I had seen the clip and probably sent it to you whenever it came out, that she was either on her book tour or something. And mm. I was like, oh, now this all checks out where she was like, oh, I hit it on a bathroom cabinet like at night yeah. when I was drunk. And but because of our like agreement to stay at this amazing house with mm-hmm. Bravo, I wasn't allowed to admit like it was a like I got hurt by the house. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that actually makes sense because, you know, there's so many like location agreements and it's like you can't yeah. speak ill of the house. And right. we gave it to you for free and et cetera. Right. But I didn't know she was like someone came into the house yeah that uh the producers knew uh i had rough sex with a producer like even joking what are you doing woman yeah because like that you're not a comedian like that they all want to be but that's again you the same way that i don't know the same way that monica can spin that that account was started for like to for a noble reason of outing a criminal Heather can spin that those things that are 
terrible to say are absurd jokes or whatever yeah. she said. She's like, it was just like dark, absurd humor or something. But I was like, you're not really known for like that kind of humor. So I don't know if this audience would interpret it that way. So, yeah, you do put people's jobs in jeopardy and people that don't have the platform you have to speak however you want. So a lot of it, I mean, but that's also the beauty of the Housewives franchise. It's just the constant contradiction of moral morals and uh, just actual like, this is where I stand. This is how I act. But then saying something completely opposite. Yeah. Um, Monica, granted, I feel bad. She seems to have a terrible mother. But, yeah. like, stop the cycle. Go to therapy. Yeah. Um, I did think it was funny when she pulled the burn book out and they cut I to Andy. I know. Andy looks like a pig in shit, though. He loves stupid props. And they cut to him and he's just like, <laughs> like he is elated. So in that moment, I thought she might have won him back for a second. But um, yeah, oh, I they- was like, is this somehow a brand deal with Mean Girls, too? <laughs> yes, it's an integration right now <laughs> because they have had commercials yeah. where about the burn book and like Sheena's reading mm-hmm. something then someone from below deck and then Monica pulls out a burn book and I'm like, how wow. much are they yeah. paying you? OK, they've got enough promo from Renee Rapp's unfiltered interviews i do though i think you know it's incredibly bizarre what they were doing by like staking out her house and like driving past it two or three times a day i think i wrote down one of the quotes that was like um driving past someone's house two to three times a day is not stalking i was like what (laughs) that seems like exactly what stalking is uh also there's a difference in Okay, like when we when I was in high school, yeah, we would like you know drive by boys' house. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was usually to be like, are they home or are they out like cruising? Are they out hanging out at the McDonald's parking lot? This because is also we, we didn't have social media. Exactly, you weren't gonna like hunt down your crush via his Instagram story. Right. You know what I mean? You had to drive by and see if his Acura was in the driveway. Yeah. So anyway, I understand that. Granted. That's when you're a teenager. And yeah. here's the thing about Monica is despite her being a mom and all that jazz, she gives me, I still think I'm the hot girl in high school energy. Yeah, it's mean you know girl. What I mean? And so I think things like that with like burn book and, um, and how she's being mean on social media and driving past someone's house and thinking you might be an FBI informant in like, <laughs> like you're I'm not gonna, in the FBI. Well, when she was like, yeah, they asked me to catch her driving drunk. And everyone was no, like, they the FBI <laughs> asked you to catch her driving drunk. And then she had four different ways of trying to explain it. But I was like that. You can't say those things. Those sentences no. are not true. <laughs> so, They're not true. <laughs> that's where we get off track here. But the reality of like this group is that they clearly all came from toxic in some ways backgrounds right so they all trigger each other like yeah. it's never going to be copacetic uh but it feels like they really tried to figure out a way to bring her in until the very last straw uh my favorite part of the third part of the reunion is yeah. monica is like getting real with um heather and being like you know i guess i'm sorry because if anyone can understand what it's like to be hurt 
by Jen Shaw. It's us. And like, I'm sure you ladies have been in different ways, but like I physically with Heather, I know how hard it is. And Lisa Barlow's like, what about me? I know. But what about <laughs> what? But why am I being excluded? She hurt me too. I can't do I can't do you My do Barlow needs work. But I'm just um, kind of like, calm. This is not a trauma off. I know. Lisa. Good God. She needs to be. She needs to be like the number one victim. I know. At all times. And she gets glam every day. Every day. She has. It's on retainer. It's not even like how many times did you do glam for me? She's like, I mean, glam is like, I don't even know. I would say on average, a glam is like $400, $500. Don't know what the Salt Lake rates are. But you're talking. You're paying out. Yeah. Six figures a year. Yeah. To get glam every day. Every I mean, it just seems cumbersome to me. Like, I don't wanna wake up and hang out with people all the time. So like Well, okay, if I was gonna get glam every day, let's yeah. say this was a part I mean, even when we were like promoting something and we got it like five days in a row, yeah. I still had to be like, Hey guys, can I just like can it not be rude if I just sip my coffee and scroll on my phone? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just can't small talk. It's the same. It's but the same it, reason I never get my hair cut. That's considerate <laughs> that you even like brought that up mm. to let them know that you wish you could, but today you simply can't. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we but covered I did, it. Oh. oh yeah. Just the one thing that I did like on that yes. note is that Mary just chimed in and said that's called insecurity. <laughs> oh like, my god. That's well, Mary. Well, Mary, and that Mary wants to come back potentially. Okay, if it makes well, I was going to say, look, the fact is they kept in them cutting to break and Mary being nice to everyone on her yeah. way out. Yeah. I mean, her, her relationship with Monica, I don't understand, but her even being like, okay, thank you, Andy, and like yeah. making sure she hugged him. Yeah. I was like, I think Mary realized that she was like, on a different planet yeah. this season and didn't really participate and yeah. wants to make sure she still gets those paychecks next year. Yeah, I feel like someone made it very clear that her contract is on the line yep. and that they can easily find other people. And she was like, oh, okay, I'll be a little nice for a second. Exactly. Okay, now, baby, this is the first Bachelor I have watched in a minute that isn't the golden one. Wow. I have, yeah, I have not watched The Bachelor in years and years and years. And my God, as soon as it started, I was like curled up like an anxious little potato on the couch, go like squealing after every episode. Elliot watched it with me while he played his video game, which was very fun um, because it, wow, hasn't changed. <laughs> At it least. hasn't changed at all. Uh, here's what I'll say. I used to be obsessed with The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, I would have about three or four girls over every Monday to watch it. Um, I'd yep. cook some food. I had Nick Vial do a You Deserve a Drink in this kitchen. That's right. Remember? So you have a history with this program and this yes. franchise. A Bachelor has stood where I'm sitting right now <laughs> yeah. to hear bad jokes, and which was so funny because I was like, should we do it at a studio? And ABC was like, no, he wants to do it at your house. And then he showed up at my house and was like, why am I at someone's house? I was like, you tell me, bro. It was so <laughs> awkward. So I know. Awkward. I've done his podcast before. Oh, right. The Vial Files. Yeah, when it first started. And oh it was, um, yeah, very, I mean, but it's a huge thing now. It's it a huge, is. I forget that the Bachelor Nation is quite 
a body of people. <laughs> Look, it's just gone on for so long, and now there've there've been the paradise and all that. Bachelor yeah. Nation could secede to be its own nation. Yeah, exactly. It is powerful. It is widespread. Um, here's my very first thing. Okay, I, first I, note about Joey. Because I didn't watch like, the season that he was on. Me so neither. I, so I went in fresh, fresh eyes. Yeah. And you had told me before you just gave me this little bit of context that he had like an emotional goodbye or something. And I didn't even say that, but I saw it. I, I feel like you read the description when we were talking oh, about okay, who's okay. the bachelor this season. He's a tennis well, pro who had an emotional goodbye. Yes. Yeah. So I thought the first like couple minutes of the show was a flashback to the previous oh. season. I didn't realize till the very end that they were showing us the very end of this current season. And then I was like, oh, shit. What's that movie where they go into like the dreams of each other and the guy from Third Rock from the Sun is in it? Oh, Inception. <laughs> oh, oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I yeah, was like, yeah. John Lithgow. French oh, Stewart. I was like, I felt like that at the end of this episode. So I was like, wait yeah. a minute. That was, <laughs> oh, shit. To be fair, when I texted you, I'm getting into it. Because I texted you, like, about to start The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, at least he's hot. The, he's actually hot this season. You were yeah. like, waiting for my edible to hit it. Yep. So then when you see the flash forward. Yep. I mean, you got to give it up for The Bachelor for trying to do something unique in editing. Yes. Yeah. I didn't. I went on Twitter and I saw that people were bravoing the um, cons, the conceptual nature of that. Now, here's what I'll do. I'll call it now. Mm -hmm. So what they did is they showed Joey being very emotional by himself mm -hmm. at the altar, uh, you know, uh, overlooking Tulum or wherever they are. Yeah. And then he's upset and taken by the crew. And he's like, I can't do this. And they keep panning to the rose on the altar as in like he either got stood up or the girl rejected him or whatnot yeah they show a I'm, car driving away yeah i'm calling it right now hmm. that's just after he said no to the first person oh uh, you think it's a misdirect and, he, and he's just upset and needs to like gather himself before mm -hmm. he proposes yeah i can see that i, I can see absolutely that because think that there's no way i believe that they would give that much of a spoiler so soon yeah. into this season mm-hmm so agreed. yeah I do think that there's something that we don't know that hasn't been shown about that situation well let's get into it he's Whew. adorable yeah he's adorable he he's seems from sweet. the Philadelphia area so there's his essence is familiar to me <laughs> <laughs> his sisters especially I was like I went to high school with those girls <laughs> okay yeah totally um, but I will say out of the gate, my main headline for this premiere yeah. is I have never seen, and again, I've been out of the Bachelor loop for several seasons, I have never seen someone kiss so many people on night one. Okay, that was Joey what I was going to- Joey is a smoocher. I, they set up the fact that the sisters didn't want to see him kissing everyone, and I was like, he's going to be kissing everyone if they're going to mm -hmm. show us that moment, and then I didn't realize- because I remember watching the first episode and only the first episode of The Golden Bachelor. And I was shocked that he even kissed anyone in the first yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know that was going to be my question. Is this normal? <laughs> no, I mean, I've definitely seen a first kiss on night one mm -hmm. and maybe two. Um, but I mean, I think Joey kissed like four or five people. Well, that girl, Jess, the first kiss girl on the boat. She opened the floodgates. 
uh-huh. by going in right after and telling everyone immediately that she smooched him. Which I guess is that a faux pas or is that kind of fun strategy? Well, I was just I have that question here, too. I say, oh, my God, the first kiss with Jess on the boat. What? I like her gold pantsuit. Also, I don't think I could have kept it secret. I would have blabbed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on camera. Everything you're doing is going to be known at some point. So why not just go and tell everyone? I thought she was being a little reckless at first. And then you know what? I grew to love her chaos when Me she too. tried to interrupt that other girl that got very immediately painted as like a serious Sally, Leah Michelle, like in, <laughs> yeah. or Rachel Berry type or How something. How is she 23? I was like, was- oh, that's the 35 year old mom who's very serious and like ready to yes. get remarried. Here's my other question. The, I forgot how young they all are. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for marriage at 24? I mean, you do you, but... I was concerned for the futures of these young adults as well (laughs) for all of them. I was like, this is a lot of 25, 26, 24 year olds. Like I thought it would be more 30s skewing, um, but it wasn't. And that was concerning. I learned why the Canadian flag was blurred. (laughs) Why? Yeah, I was confused about that. I was like, is this a joke flag? And there's actually like titties on it (laughs) no there's literally like um a law that it can't be used for like commercial someone tweeted about it with like a link to like canadian law of the way in which that image can be used the flag (laughs) is trademarked something like that like for the purposes of what this program is i don't i think they'd have to do some legal work to get it cleared to be used but i just thought that was very funny i was like why is she what is she waving why is it blurred well watching it This is the most I've seen where I was like noticeably seeing clusters of places people are from. I was like, man, there's a few Canadians. Oh, there's a good amount of girls from Philly. That makes sense. And then I didn't realize he's a tennis pro in Hawaii. Same. I was like, there's like three Hawaiian girls here. Yeah. Like statistically, that's wild. And I was like, oh, he lives there, which makes sense that they'd be like, hey, if he doesn't move. We should at least have a couple options. Well, that's what someone tweeted something like the girl's face when they realized that he doesn't live in Hawaii anymore. Because I guess that. Oh, he oh really? Oh, yeah. fuck that shit. <laughs> something like that. Philly. No offense, Philly. We love you. Um, um, other main thing. Question. Yeah. The sisters. Oh, my God. Let's get into it. Thoughts. I kind of weird. First off, they are charming never. and interesting reality TV characters. However, it weirded me out at the same time. <laughs> Look, the fact is, there's clearly the sister who the older sister has a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Um, the younger sister, in my personal opinion, uh, might have gotten a few more guys than her or a little more attention or something because she came into it already mad at her sister. You yeah. Know what I mean, and it doesn't feel like that's the vibe from the younger one. Yeah, the younger one's just carefree, and the older one's just like, what is she doing? But they exactly. also both got pretty drunk, it seemed like, they did. which made they me did. laugh. <laughs> it was great. However, Grace, okay, I know you don't have sisters. Right, that's but- the other thing, too. I was like, is this a sister thing that I'm no. just not familiar with at all? You and Annie, There's- do you fight over the same guy? <laughs> Girl. It's not even like the same guy because I get it. Like me and Annie are two years apart. So Mm -hmm. like if we happen to be 
even close to being similar people. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And live in similar towns. If we were alike at all in that, mm-hmm. uh, I could see, you know, we're both funny and whatnot. Uh, us, like, being attracted to, like, a funny guy who was yeah. in our age range. However, the idea that the older sister said, if she kisses him, he better tell me because then I'm going to kiss him. Yeah. I'm so grossed out. Yeah. There's something weird about it because it's mouth and your saliva. And it also puts him in such a wild position. The yes. producers on this show are ruthless because they are knowingly putting this man in a position where uh, two sisters have now said they're both competing and he has to figure out that dynamic while um, like managing whatever they're baggages that they've brought in from their 26 years of relationship well the savagery is even more so because hey okay i'm gonna say it yeah he probably only want if he had a choice he probably would be like let's just keep one sister this is yeah. awkward you know yeah. and because there were plenty of like cute girls he sent home however they specifically made him choose her and then choose her last yeah that's my favorite thing to do is to guess what the editing tricks and the producing tricks are going to be because I was mm. screaming that out loud to Elliot. I'm like, they're the la- the sisters getting the last rose. The other sister, they're going to bookend this. Who are based on that and our editing know how? Who do you think are front runners? I think Jess is a front runner. Boat um, girl. Yeah, the girl that kissed first. Boat girl. Leah, obviously. The other thing, Leah. Who's Leah? She gets the card from the producers. Yes. Oh, so. and also, let's get into this real quick. Yeah, yeah, um, talk because, about this. Because we're going to, you know, we'll talk about Drag Race for a little bit at the end of this episode. Yeah. But, like, Drag Race having the immunity potion that you can save. And yeah. now, this season of Bachelor, someone being given a card that's an advantage to steal a date, a one-on-one Look, date, just like a steal a, a, a prize thing. Like, everyone stop trying to be Survivor? That's what I'm screaming. Everyone knows Survivor's got the best ratings as a reality show, and now everyone's taking cues from it. But I couldn't this, believe it. I've never I, seen anything like that. Also, this girl Leah's 23. Oh and my god! I know, and I didn't. So I'm not familiar, but I tried to glean that. So she got chosen to meet him first preseason. Okay. They've done this a couple times. Obviously, they did this with her to, um, you know, give the card to yeah. mix it up. But I've seen it before on After the Final Rose where they've, you know, now let's chat with next season's Bachelorette. Right. Where it's just like a fun thing where they go like, would you like to go ahead and meet three of your possible suitors? Got it. And it's a fun thing to do at that show. And then I also think, you know, obviously they're trying to get people to get hooked. Yeah. And it becomes if for some reason that person chooses them, then they get to like fabricate a storyline that like, well... I knew the moment you came on after the yeah. final rose that it game over. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So they're definitely giving her a hero edit, especially because yes. her throwing that in the fire. I legitimately think I would have done the same thing. Really? I would have cried about it. I wouldn't have yeah, cried about it, there but was I would have done the same thing. I mean, there was a lot of crying. That mm-hmm. did start to get to me by the end of the episode um, because the girls are sleepy mm-hmm. and they're just crying everywhere. <laughs> I have a note. I felt bad for the girl crying, the one who Evel- came in on the tennis chair. 
Um, I said, I felt bad for her crying. Your feet hurt from heels. You haven't eaten. You've been drinking bad yeah. white wine. And now it's 7 a.m. Exactly. Anyone these would cry. These aren't personal tears about this man. These no. are tears of complete discomfort and emotional dysregulation. Like, get these women to a bathroom without a camera and let them sleep for like a half hour and they'll be back and yes. they'll have clearer thoughts about this. You know what I, it is? Oh, it's, felt bad. It, it's tears of going... I have been telling people mm-hmm. for weeks I'm going on The Bachelor and they have been telling me because that's what you do for yeah. weeks that like I'm going to crush it and he how could he not fall in love with me and yep. all this stuff and then they get there and they go it's not like going on a game show and being like wow I guessed the wrong thing out of the gate and didn't win like they yep. thought they were leaving for two months exactly and like this is their ticket to fame on some level like notoriety Mm. this is gonna give them (laughs) thumbs up uh this is gonna give them some kind of platform in some way i saw a tweet on the hashtag when i was going through that says um the bachelor is so much more fun to watch when your roommate's sister is one of the contestants and it's a video of like looks like a dorm room or a a not a dorm room uh, someone's apartment just like beer cans and stuff everywhere yeah. and it's leah the girl with the card and the bachelor and they go to kiss and he pans over and it's her little brother like drinking a beer just like oh cheering her God. on filming it that i'll send it fun. to you it's so fun i was like that's great because I, it's like sports yeah it truly well they have i don't know if it's like fantasy leagues but they have brackets i've done a bracket before oh, we're out fun. of the gate which maybe we should because like yeah. there's no spoilers <gasps> Uh, I would love to do that. Okay, let's do a bracket and you truly see, like, did I pick the the final four? Um, Yeah. I will say I do think someone who's getting a fantastic edit and also seems very sweet. Yes. But, like, we've got a deaf girl who grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Yeah. Named Daisy. Oh, That's a Hallmark movie. That's a Hallmark movie. She seemed like a total sweetheart. Her and her cochlear implant. I was like, I'm rooting for this girl. I don't want her to get caught up in the drama. She seems normal. Yeah, <laughs> enough. And um, who is the other girl? I wish I had wrote down more of their names. The little weirdo <laughs> with the dark hair. The little hair. weirdo. Yeah, she's she's gonna get far too. The yes. one who I'm sorry. The to one say that this. didn't want to kiss him. She said, and "I'm not gonna kiss him. him," and then kissed him. And I was like, "This is very funny." Um, she seems say, very funny though. In her package of where we get to know her. <laughs> yeah. What is this girl wearing? I this girl's style the on the first night and the flashback. Yeah. What is happening here? She's Canadian. Um it's a little goofy, but not I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm saying it's unexpected. There are so many other sparkly basic dresses that everyone was wearing. I kind yeah. of appreciated that someone was being a little kookier with their style. I was like, this girl is standing out because she's just like a little bit weirder than the other girls. Well, here's the thing is everyone actually did look good that night. I feel like there's been other ones where they come for their gimmick, but like it's a a bad costume. And then they and then they look, you know, there's been bachelor nights where, you know, this probably isn't a real one, but like you have a room full of suits, but like the one guy came up dressed as a baby. Yeah. And now he's just, <laughs> now he's, or I, or like dressed as Batman. And now yeah. it's like, well, fuck, I'm Batman all night for the rest of the night. 
So at least these people, no matter how big the gimmicks were, they were like, I'm not going to look like shit, though. Yeah, exactly. But also, I can't tell you the last time I enjoyed spending 20 minutes in a dress, let alone right. what, probably 12, 15, 16, 24 hours in the dresses that totally. they all had to wear. My God. I'm excited for the season. It feels like they travel a lot. I know there was a there were a few seasons, and obviously this is the ones I fell off of, yeah. during... Uh, COVID and whatnot, where they were truly just in Palm Springs. Oh, they really? Were truly, they were truly just in like a, a complex and like doing yeah. the most boring dates. So it looks like it's going to be a gorgeous um, season. I will. I'm excited for it. I'm back yeah. in. I have a drinking game for it. Okay. It's just one simple thing, but I want you to do it next episode. Okay. You drink whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Every time Joey says, I love that. I turned to Elliot. I go, producers coached him that he should respond. I love that when he doesn't know what to respond. Yeah. And he was responding constantly. I love that. Or he was repeating the last word of what they said, which is like a way to trick someone into believing you're paying attention to what they're saying. Totally. Totally. (laughs) I, I just kept going, Oh God, he's doing it more. Oh, I love that. And I feel like as the season progresses, because you can't say, like, I'm feeling the exact same way all yeah. the time. He, They're going to be like, I, I just think we really could work together in the long run. I love that. So yeah. that's my, that's, we'll uh, see. Maybe he'll completely drop it, you know, for episode two. But that is my Joey drinking game. I love that. <laughs> you love that. You love that. Okay. Uh, wait, I have two things okay, yes, to please. wrap up on it. One, what is a mental health therapist? That was one mm. of the girl's jobs versus just a therapist. <laughs> maybe like, because there's maybe someone else on the um, of the girls is a physical therapist. So that's perhaps. how they're delineating them. Perhaps um, that little lower third stopped me. And also, I forgot how much this show loves decorative lanterns. When oh, are yeah. we done with decorative lanterns? They're, no, they girl. put them in the family's <laughs> homes when they're interviewing them. There's always like two... Uh, Different size lanterns stacked next to each other in the background of a shot for everyone. Yes. I was like, they must travel around with these on hand. They this, are shopping at Pier 1. They absolutely did a massive haul with Pier 1 like <laughs> eight to nine years ago. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. are keeping it going. Because yes, I they guess, are. I mean, when it comes down to it, I guess it just maybe it's the quickest way to light a room. I don't even know that they're lighting anything. Some of them are just in the background. It is what they use for background stuff ambiance yeah it just blew my mind that immediately as soon as it started i was like they there are those damn lanterns the last time i ever watched the show who knows how long ago all i remember were lanterns and they're still on this lantern thing okay oh that screams oh romance <laughs> pier i'm one. excited i haven't heard the word pier one in a very long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was there was an era um okay so let's get into Third episode of Drag Race. We are at the point where the two different episodes and groups of queens have now merged. They made the merge. They made the merge. Yes. In the episode titled The Mother of All Balls. This episode we get a ball, which is always wild because it's three looks per contestant. There's six. There's like 36 looks. 39 looks yeah there's this. too many looks to break down everyone <laughs> i will say i feel like having the ball this early really lets you know who spent money on the season 
Yeah. Yeah. Because there were some looks where I was like, that's a $4,000 look. And then oh others where I'm like, you clear, you did the best you could yeah. with what you could make. Because like the coming to Drag Race is fucking expensive. Yeah. That's the thing that I am unclear of that I'm sure if I did a little digging, I could find out what the actual parameters are behind the scenes of how many suitcases of stuff they're allowed to bring. Right. How much are they allowed to spend? Is it open-ended? They can spend as much as they want? Or is there like a cap that keeps it sort of fair in some way? I don't know. I don't know what the regulations are for what they're allowed to bring because just the pumpkin look. The pumpkin. The pumpkin. I go... (laughs) How do you travel with that? Where does that, how does, where does that, how does that? Here's the thing. I feel like maybe they are, I feel like with every single episode, if there's something that's going to be a moment on the runway, I feel like they can talk themselves into being like, I can keep this in my hotel room till the day of the show. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't hide the pumpkin in the workroom all season. Right. So, but they're going to want that iconic look. Of so course. I I don't think they have I don't think there is a money limit. However, and I think I've said this before, I would love there to be a season on a budget. Mhm. I think there should be yeah. a budget queens season. I thought that one of the fashion shows like Project Runway or something had mm-hmm. a budget. They always for- do. They have a budget every time they go to mood. Yeah, the, the store. Well, yeah. It's like you'll have a budget of two hundred dollars to make two looks. Blah 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 right. blah blah. But they've, I mean, obviously there's not a budget on this challenge because it's th- there's just yeah provided materials. But I do think I don't know if they could actually uh, police it. But right. going like, hey, real talk. Every look this season, receipts. you have to have not have spent this much on it because it does it does kind of like separate yeah. the uh, the people who can sew from not because other right. people they're they're coming out with these outfits and it's like how much did you pay someone to yeah. make that? But that's why I love that they still have the sewing challenges Me because too. regardless of how much money you have uh, for resources beforehand, you're gonna get called out for having to sew on site. Totally. Um, I so we get the thing that they're doing Rada Queen before the critiques are given this episode, which is crazy. And then Rada Queen will go away. So I'm glad at Thank least God. I know because I was like, this is a bit too much. Then we also get uh, the potions, the immunity potions that they can use on themselves or someone else. So that's very survivor. I feel I like. would be shocked if someone used a potion on someone else unless yeah. it was in the survivor form unless it was okay we're down to the last 5 that's my biggest competition right i'm going to save the person i can beat yeah so i feel like that's why it's there to see if there's cattiness that comes up from it but um who knows here's Speaking- my first okay go ahead no you go ahead i was going to say so the first category is mother goose mhm I did not recognize so many of those characters. (laughs) I go, I go, who's, who's cushy cow? Who's Bernie B? What is little pussy? Who is man and a maid? (laughs) I think, yeah. Who is a maid? I think it's, I don't know any of these nursery rhymes. I think they might be my interpretation of a nursery rhyme character because obviously some of them were iconic. You had Humpty Dumpty. The oh my one? god, Zunami's Humpty Dumpty was so camp 
so iconic. I love that. I'm glad wait. they brought it up in uh, Untucked a little bit. Oh, wait. I thought that was someone else. I thought Tsunami was the egg. Yeah, that's the Humpty Dumpty. She came out as Humpty Dumpty, the cracked, and then came out as a sexy yes. egg. Yes, that was my favorite. Oh, I you was mean Tweedledee, Tweedledum? Tweedledee, Tweedledum, yeah. I thought was cute too. But no, I the egg see- was fashion. It was camp. It was perfect. I'm gonna, I love Plasma. This is nothing against her, but I'm gonna agree with Dawn in Untucked when she was like, oh, I I've had a talk, sip. I'm sorry. Well, she said, I had a sip and the booze is hitting and... I did not live for your Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And they were all sweet about it. And then a couple of girls were like, me too. Because I didn't get the illusion didn't come across to me. I well. know. But, but I will say I appreciated it. I agree. It was. I it think was the a- idea is so fun. I and appreciated it, that it the was walk a. Like this. Yeah. That it was a <laughs> real actual character. Because after yeah. I said raccoon tail bee. Man, <laughs> yeah. you're and then the other one, uh, which I'm sorry, what's the name of the person who went home? Uh, oh no, her Hershey Lacour. Hershey. I forget what Hershey Lacour was, but the other queen that was in the bottom two, coming out oh, as Geneva the maid. Carr. Yeah. Oh no, who was the maid? The maid. She's from oh, Miami. That, yeah, uh, morphine. Was, I feel like, literally just went. Oh shit! I forgot to bring a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to bring a Mother Goose one. I'm going to use this from a later challenge that yeah. I was planning on it, and I'll figure it out if I make it that far. Yeah, I, that's why I was like, I don't know if any of these, I don't know nursery rhymes. So mm-hmm. maybe if you look these up, these are nursery rhymes, and this makes sense. But um, I just went with it. I loved, however, Q's Man in the Moon. I thought that was so beautiful. Q continues. Again, once again, Q can sew and yeah. brought money as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those costumes, even if you're making them yourself, they can't be cheap. Q's, totally. I'm excited to see everything Q does this I, season. Yeah, I love Q. I love Nymphia Wind. I love our winner this week. Love her. The one and only Nymphia Wind. I saw a tweet that says, and to think she did this while also being adorably annoying in the workroom while learning Spanish and while also unknowingly clocking plain Jane. We have to stand. I love (laughs) Nymphia just going like a little wind in the workroom, just going and being like, what's the mean thing I should say in Spanish to her? Got Uh, it. Wait, what did you say? I love Nymphia Wind. What a character. I uh, loved um, Nymphia. I also really like how Nymphia is such a goof troop, but goofy. then does things like in the second category of significant mother, doing a very beautiful traditional dress with yeah. like an homage to Angelina Jolie, but through the eyes of like her drag daughters. Mm-hmm. Like, like get a, get a Nymphia Creative. who can do both. She's got range. And I love that she's being so covert about it. Like, I do too. uh, Dawn and Q were very obvious, like, we can sew. You guys all know we're going to yeah. do really well. And Nymphia was like, haha, I'm just going to bother people and then make the most artistically progressive, interesting that piece tie of outfit was amazing. Sculptural art. Oh, it was so good. Nymphia so good. said, Oh, I realized you can take a wire and put it in a tie. I'm th- like, I'm wrap good. it up, ladies. Cash tip cha ching. Uh, I love that she downplays it. I cannot wait to see what else she does this season. One of my favorite quotes from the episode, a mandatory meeting, who I love. I love a mandatory meeting. Uh, she just goes, when she was Michelle Visage for 
um, yes. significant mother. If I'm kissing her ass, I'm kissing her ass. <laughs> I love a mandatory meeting. I love, also, I love that she's self-aware and yeah. was able to go, yeah, my makeup was rough. Well, that's the thing that you missed in Untucked is that Plain Jane comes for her out of nowhere and Classic just starts like, Jane. starts like calling her out for her makeup. And all the queens are like, where is this coming from? What are you doing? And kind of like clap back at her. Oh, and good. it's just like a moment that you can tell she's like trying to make happen and it's just mm-hmm. landing poorly. And I feel like a mandatory meeting is so fun and bubbly and not perfectly polished. And I feel like plain yeah. Jane is probably a super perfectionist and a mandatory meeting represents like this part of her that she hates about herself. That's like not all together there. And she's so overtly mm-hmm. serious and mean. So she just like targeted her for no reason. And it's yeah. like, all the queens I love are just like, ooh, what? You better take your bracelet out of your arm hair before you keep going with that. <laughs> like they call it, Plasma said that is great. And Dawn sticks up for a mandatory meeting. Okay, so it was good. Like, it was a nice, the benefit, like the only good thing that really came out of it, other than it really just, again, showed you that Plain Jane is like trying to play this villain. Um, and is like tripling down on it. And a mandatory meeting held her own too. I'm like, came back at her but the girls you can tell just like clearly are not for it and stood up for her and that was really nice well here's the thing about plain jane plain jane is very pretty and came in and is clearly funny like she's sassy and whatnot um so i think she came in being like i'm going to be funnier than everyone and hot and so i'm gonna lean into being like the mean girl she's trying to but like it's landing like Monica's burn book. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not landing. Um, however, I think she might come around. I think we might get an arc with her only yeah. because when they brought in the results for Rada Queen from the weeks, mm-hmm. I think she was legitimately worried that yeah. it was going to show how she voted and that was going to change it. And there was just like the tiniest spark mm-hmm. of, oh, no, everyone's not going to like me. Yeah, humanity of being like, yeah, that's I what it's up. called. That's what it's yeah. called. <laughs> but it's like, um, remember in the beginning of Survivors last season, Emily Flippin, financial analyst Emily Flippin, yes. came in hot, and then came Caleb had hot. to like give her a lesson on life of how to yeah. interact with people, and had one of the greatest character arcs of all time on that show, Agreed. in which Agreed. the audience celebrated and embraced her educational curve on interacting with hey, people. Hey, listen, it takes a lot for Chip to change his mind about someone. Yeah. And the way he could not stand Emily and the way he was like, I like her by the end. I was like, she has done this correctly. Yeah. That's a that's a whole other thing. But I think that could be the vibe with plain Jane. We'll see. I don't know. People have opinions with her and it's just like not working for me. Like her coming for a mandatory meeting was just like she literally walked and moved over to the other side of the couch and like sat in front of her and just started saying really mean things to her face. Okay. well, I haven't seen Untucked, so I retract any defense that I threw (laughs) out there. I was just trying. I was just trying to give a benefit of a doubt. Um, Here's what I'll say about Hershey LaCourjete. I love her. I love her. As soon as they broke out the old videos of her when she was yes. younger being like uh, people played sports. I wanted to go home and create characters yes. and YouTube and all that. I I was going, oh, I hope this isn't the get attached to her because she's mm-hmm. going home edit. Yeah. Because I really like Hershey. I think Hershey's very funny. I also think controversial. Mm-hmm. I liked her lip sync better. 
Me too. And I I liked that she was in her talking head being like, I'm just having fun. Like yeah. I'm playing this church lady and I'm having a good time. Yeah. And I thought that's the best way if you know you're going to potentially go out, enjoy yourself doing it. Um, I felt bad. I mean, you know, when she comes out with those pants and she didn't even make the pants and you're just like, I know. oh, gosh, this is, you want better for her. But I think she still made her mark super memorable. I feel like they gave her so much context to her life in these yeah. first like two episodes that she was in. So she's memorable to an audience. I will say I one of the reasons why I will miss her so much yeah. is because every time they said Hershey Le Courgette, I really wanted a chocolate martini. <laughs> Like I, I literally would crave a specific chocolate martini from a place back in New York every time they said her name. So maybe it's for the best. (laughs) So good. Um, Next week's episode or tonight, the day that you're watching this, that this episode goes up. Oh, it's going to be RDR live. RuPaul's Drag Race live. The queens put their sketch comedy skills to the test. I know. (laughs) No. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is going to be one that I, yeah, we'll we'll get through it. It'll be interesting. I'm, oh my God. I, I, I like the ball. I feel like we got to see everyone serve looks. We got points of view yeah. from people. I think Dawn also did incredible in terms of like um, skills of sewing. And oh, got totally. A, a little, that coat? Yeah, I feel like she got a little robbed only because Safira had that pumpkin costume that was just like, how do you deny that being incredible? Yeah, um, no, I think Dawn with the sewing challenge was incredible. Um, I just realized from looking at the details on Wiki that yeah. the lip sync song was Maybe You're the Problem by Ava Max, mm. who, as we know if uh, from the podcast, I have had a, an interesting yes. interaction <laughs> with on a plane before. Yes. So... <laughs> It's all full circle, baby. All connected. Wowie, wow, wow. Well, this was quite a week yeah. for a lot of reality TV. A lot of universes are popping off right well, now. Well, guess what, though, Grace? Huh. Next week is going to be absurd. Because oh. next week we will be cov- covering episode four of Drag Race, yeah. episode two of The Bachelor, and baby, buckle up because we're about to get Vanderpumped. Oh my God! I this know. is an elite trio of shows. This is, I mean, and Vanderpump's uh, groundbreaking off season that turned yeah. into their on season um, left a lot to be covered. So I'm sure they're going to come out with a bang this first episode. Wow! What an wait. upcoming week! All right, I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> It'll so be fantastic. Fun. All right, so you guys, if you uh, haven't catch up for drag race start the bachelor start vanderpump rules this is going to be a good ass time yes we will also work on our brackets because i'm very interested in this here's what i'll do i will find it i will send to you and i will also put it on patreon if people want to work off the same one love that okay all right well this got real yeah